Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. sometimes. Well, you just have to laugh all the time. It's another week. I'm ready. Uh, I had a great Sunday. Sunday was, um, we went to church, heard, heard a good message talking about how important it is to write things down, which I believe, I believe, I believe. Um, so that was really awesome. Then I came home. I watched the Critics' Choice Awards. I could watch an award show every Sunday if they would make them for me. I just think they're so awesome. And Jeff went and watched football. I started working on a post that was just going to be this light little post on Instagram, which ended up, and Facebook, which ended up being this long thing where I just spilled in a bullet point version of my life. Um, and I really, I didn't set out to do it. It just happened. And I always trust, I trust that stuff. I always trust that still small voice. I trust um, that I'm just supposed to go for it. And when I was writing it out, at one point, I was like, am I giving too much information, especially when I referred to bankruptcy? Um, but then I was like, no, I, there's no shame in my game. I have lived a life that has had hills and valleys and, 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 you know, it made me who I am today. And the other thing is that I am of the belief, and so is Jeff, that if you've experienced something, lived through it, um, it's our responsibility to be open and share because hopefully you can help somebody else. And ironically, in the process, first of all, you know, I really did question doing it. And then the one DM that I got um, after my post was from somebody I knew many, many years ago in Iowa um, who reached out to me because she was in the process of contemplating the same thing. Um, ironically, years later, there was another point in our life right before mother really took off uh, that I'll never forget going to an attorney, sitting down, and he was advising us to do the same thing. And we're like, no, we're believing that there's going to be amazing turnaround. And indeed there was. And at the end of the conversation, we're going to have like a real conversation today, but... Um, she was already in that thought process. So that was wonderful. Um, then last night I sat down, we, after Jeff got back from watching football, we watched Shark Tank and Barbara Cochran made a comment to a young woman at the end. She was the last entrepreneur to share her idea. And basically, long story short, she was asking her, well, how are you surviving? Um, and basically this young woman said, well, my dad's taking care of me and he's financing this and whatever. And Barbara was like, see, that's it right there. You don't have to make this, you know, you don't have to keep going so that you can keep a roof over your head. Or in my case, in the years of, you know, we were instant family of six. And before that, I was a single mother. Um, then I got married, had a few more kids. Then you go through a divorce, then more financial hardship, um, in those early, early years, and I look back and I'm like, was some of the tenacity that we had just because we had to? Um, I think there's a little bit of that, but I also have seen many people, um, one of the hardest things in our business is when we 
find people, and you'd be surprised how often this has happened through the years, we find somebody who has all the potential in the world to navigate at a really high level in the modeling industry, and they don't. They choose not to. And sometimes it's because it's just easier to stay with what's familiar. Um, and that always breaks my heart. I think that's the other reason why I shared, and I'm gonna kind of build on that in today's podcast, just boom, 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 some of the, the things that we've experienced and the reason being, um, those are seasons in life. You're, you're not going to always be in the place that you were in right now. Uh, I watched a message this weekend. Um, it was an interview, another interview of T.D. Jakes and Stephen Furtick, and they were talking about his book. And the, the, the book that they were referring was called Crushing, and it talks about how there are seasons in our life that are hard. There are seasons where, like a diamond, we're being crushed um, you, you feel overwhelmed. And, and if you're not in a season of that right now in your life, there probably will be a season that you are. And knowing that that can be temporary and is temporary, it's a season. Um, T.D. Jakes talked about how oftentimes what's meant to be a season for some people they d just decide to stay in it. They stay stuck in it. They don't push through it. They don't get their mindset believing that there can be more. They don't surround themselves with people so that they can see. They don't read books that inspire them. They don't listen to podcasts to say, wait a minute, I don't have to stay here. And if there's one thing that I can say, hindsight being 2020, that I did do, um, it was that. It was even at the point of being a 19-year-old girl with a new baby <laughs> in a position I never thought I would be in. Um, I still sat in my little apartment with my little ironic, I'm going to be talking about it, my notebooks. I surrounded myself with notebooks. And I would write ideas. And I would, it just, it, 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 it never left me that that belief that there could be more. It also never left me the habit of journaling, reading, writing, documenting, challenging myself to do more. And you really can do that. And it's real and it's tangible. That's why I always love the stories of people that have overcome odds. So my lessons learned. As I was in the midst of writing out this Instagram, I did in bullet point form, single mom at 19. I had my first business at 23. It was right in the heart, height of aerobic dance. It was called Body Heat. I've referenced it before. I don't know how I did this because I re did it on my own. I went to the Small Business Administration. I got an SBA approved, approved loan. Hindsight 2020, I didn't start out with enough money um, to really make it work. Long story short, it lasted for about a year, and then um, it was done. I also spent money on things that probably weren't as important in the business than I thought. I could have kept my business much more simple. I learned in the process, but I also remember at 23 or 24 years old going, I'm a complete failure I had a failed business. And I could have at that point, as my, mom, my mother wanted me to do, um, she was like, maybe you could get a job at a bank or maybe, you know, go out to General Mills. They pay really well. 
I always worked in retail. I always had these, um, I always loved fashion. That's when I started doing my little local fashion shows, not for money, just because it was a fun thing for me. Um, where did that lead me to? It led me to a cable show back in, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, that I did for about three years that um, we had just built this brand new, sparkling, beautiful Westdale Mall. Um, that mall, for so many years, I did fashion shows, model searches. That was the model search that I brought Kutcher in, and he won the Fresh Face of Iowa. Um, that was that time frame when I met Jeff, and we would, I would, I just had all these things that that were going on, but. It came out of the disappointment of one thing failing, but not giving up that spirit inside of me that believed that there could be more. Um, during that time, then the ABC affiliate came to me and said, hey, would you like to be the fashion beauty expert every Saturday morning on the news? I was like, sure. <laughs> and I just, honestly, for so many years, uh, I was going by the seat of my pants, but it worked, and it was kind of like my natural inclination. Last week when I recorded this podcast, Tia, our dear friend, Tia Reagan, our stylist friend who has been in our life for 25 years, for me actually probably more, probably closer to 30, was upstairs listening to me, and afterwards she came down, she was like, Mayor, I never realized that you just start talking and don't quit for 15 minutes. I'm like, yeah, I know. I know it's weird, <laughs> but for whatever reason, it works for me. So the advice that I would give to you is find what, what comes kind of natural to you and just keep going for it. Just keep moving in that direction. We've had reincarnations of our modeling business that's a whole other podcast. Um, we were an instant family of six. We started over in a new city, St. Louis, in 2001. Um, that has a lot of things that go with it, especially when you're moving a family. During that time, I built uh, my an Arbonne business all the way to earning my white Mercedes. I was a regional vice president with that company. I'm bringing that company back into my life, uh, which is a whole other conversation, but I'll be sharing more about that. We created a Model Truths DVD. We were like, oh, people want to know the truth about the modeling world, and I'm sure that everybody will flood, and we had calculated how much money we were going to make on this DVD project. Long story short, it failed. Um, it was during this time that we started to just believe in the power of our faith, believe in the power of the words. Um, it's something that T.D. Jakes talked about, too. You can't just believe it. You have to speak it. You have to speak it, and I believe you have to write it down. I think there is power in writing down. I picked up a journal the other day as we were getting ready to go to church, and I realized I picked up the journal from 2017. I started flipping through it going, oh, my gosh, look at all the stuff that I was writing about then that's come to pass. Um, that's the power of journaling and why it's so important to, to do it. Um, during that time, we would go, we're going to discover the next American supermodel. We said it over and over and over and over and over again, and guess what? It happened. We discovered Carly Kloss, and for seven years, we were traveling and doing all these wonderful things, and immediately they're following. We had Katie Fogarty. Then it was this boom, boom, boom. It was consistently one model after the next that started to navigate at a high level, um, and we're continuing to do that to this day and still loving it. Talking about my word for 2020, 
it's renewal. It's, it's renewal of dreams that maybe you've left subside, renewal of, of things that you know that are in the core of you. My book project, you know, there was a period of time where the reality was I had to step away from it. There was family situations that were taking precedence, but hey, guess what? I've picked it back up and it's okay. And you can do the same thing with anything that maybe you've laid aside. Um, we've traveled the Fashion Week circuit around the world for 12 years, met so many people, experienced really pretty unbelievable things. The backstage experiences that we've been blessed to have literally with with Mark Jacobs and Carl Lagerfeld and Diane Van Furstenberg. Like I go, there's so many stories that were just woven into our life that I, and I never stopped and either has Jeff not one time being backstage at Dior or wherever we're at going, how did we end up here? <laughs> this is amazing. Well, I'll tell you what, we kept honing the dreams inside of each other. We, we help each other to, to keep on keeping on, and our faith has been instrumental in that pursuit. There's been disappointments, there's been challenges, we've raised a family, we sold our house, we moved into this awesome live work, which literally felt like we were moving to a new city. The difference between living out in the suburbs and living where we are has been really wonderful. But my point is, it's never too late, it's never to pick up something new. Today on uh, my Instagram feed, there was this great quote, from Florence Nightingale, I attribute my, my success to this. I never gave or took any excuse. You know what? It really is the bottom line. It really is that that's the truth. And I believe that every single one of us is made for something um, important and valuable that's unique unto ourselves. It doesn't mean that it's going to be some big flashy um, thing that everybody knows about, but it will have an impact on your world. Um, and, and I think our greatest responsibility is to not forget that or lose sight of that. Um, I was flipping through Time Hop. I love Time Hop. Um, you're like, we get it. You talk about it almost every week, but this is another great quote. A life of reason has definitive boundaries. A life of faith knows no limits. Which sounds more fun? Well, I know for us, a life of faith is more fun. It's adventurous. You never know what's going to be around the corner. Um, it doesn't make your life uh, perfect by any stretch of the imagination. Sometimes even more because you risk more and you probably get hurt more. But guess what? I wouldn't have it any other way. So today, oh, I didn't even talk about, this is my project that I did. Instead of a vision board, I created a vision notebook. We're going to talk more about it. It's really cool. I think you should do it. It was like a great little project for me to set the tone for 2020. I know I'm all over the place today, but hey, this, this, is, this is the best I've got. I hope it's inspired you. I hope you have a fantastic week, and I can't wait to talk to you next Monday.